Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the conversation series. I am so incredibly excited to have Shauna Hawking here with me today. She is a keynote speaker. I am very lucky that I just got to hear her on stage back in March. She's an author of One Bold Move a Day. I actually have the sticker on my laptop to remind me every single day. Um, but I'm incredibly excited to have her here with us and I'm gonna kick it over to her and let her introduce herself. Thank you, Danielle. I'm so glad to be here with you and looking forward to this conversation. I'm Shauna Hawking. I am a leadership consultant, philanthropic strategist, keynote speaker, and author of One Bold Move a Day. I found my dream career at age 18, which is pretty unusual, and have really spent the rest of my life working toward the corner office and then helping other people find whatever those dreams look like for them personally and professionally so that they can thrive. Love it. And I, I want to just hop right into um, the keynote speaking area of things and you in, in public speaking. Public speaking is very daunting for some people. And, it, you know, being a keynote speaker, people are like, I would never, ever get up on stage and ever give a keynote speaker a keynote speech. How have you become comfortable uh, speaking on stage? Were you always comfortable? How did that happen for you? Well, first, when you're saying it like that, I can't help but be reminded that my job as a fundraiser was another one of those jobs where okay, people okay. say, oh, I would never ask people for money. So clearly I'm in a bunch of industries that people are common yes. to say I would never yes. do fill in the blank, um, which might be a theme and part yeah. of how this is all it. comfortable. But uh, when I was a kid, I loved being on a stage. Okay. You know, I started at a very young age being on the quote stage of my grandmother's kitchen in my tap dance shoes, where I didn't even know how to tap dance, but I pretended like I could, stuffed up her linoleum floors. Whenever yeah. guests would come over, I would entertain them. And then as I got a little bit older, I started to do plays and musical theater. And I really loved those. I love being able to sing and tell the story and entertain people and bring joy. Um, I love the camaraderie of being together with a cast. Yeah. And, um, and then I would say I kind of put that on hold when I entered the working world in my my first job, you know, being a, a, an early career adult, you're yep. just pulled in so many different directions. And so I wasn't on a stage again for a while um, until I started to be in leadership roles where it became natural to either be on a stage, whether that's a physical stage or a, you know, temporal stage, right? You're, you're yeah. helping to encourage and motivate your teams. And then I started to do presenting again as a leader and um, eventually led into being, you know, a full-time keynote speaker as part of my, as part of my work in consulting and being an author. As I've gone through school and uh, come into my professional career, I always have, you know, growing up, my dad was like, you read to your, you read your speech in the mirror and those kinds of things. And there are always different keys and tactics that people have, you know, passed along what are just some pieces of advice for those who are struggling? What, what are some things that they should take with them when trying to get better at public speaking? Yes. Well, I think the most important thing to think about is what do I want the people that I'm talking to to think, feel, say, or do after I talk? Yeah. And this mindset is really important because it helps you shift to remembering yeah. that you are the conduit for those thinking, feeling, saying, and doing which means it's not really about you. It's your job to deliver that energy for someone else to do something. And I think that that helps take this like literal light on a stage off of you and think, how am I going to reflect that light back to this audience? Yep. 
So once you shift that mindset, then of course there is a lot of practice that has to happen. Um, for my keynote speeches, more recently, I worked with a coach. Uh, anything that you want to be really, really good at, you should have a coach. You think about this for sports or executive coaching as you know, as you're a leader. Um, there are people who can coach you on your presentations and your speaking. So that was an important component. I believe in listening to music that really okay. um, resonates with me before I go on stage the day that I was, um, you know, we, we, where we met each other, yes. um, I stepped out into the hallway and played my favorite walk-up song and then came back in ready to go. So that can really help. And then focusing in on who is this person that I want to speak to when I'm on that stage yeah. and connecting with them as an individual rather than trying to connect with 10, 20 or a thousand people in that audience. I always, you know, people always say, you know, just imagine everybody naked. I'm like, I don't think that helps as much as people no. think it does. Um, I, but it's, it's, uh, there are moments sometimes depending on the crowd where I like, I'll black out and I'll just kind of be like, I'll be like, how did it go when I come off stage? <laughs> That's okay. Because, you know, it is, it does almost feel like an out of body experience sometimes. What I would say is to um, focus on being as present as possible in the moment and you know, you know that I talk a lot about gratitude. Yes. I am grateful to be on this stage. I am grateful to have this opportunity to serve others in this way. Yes. And then that really grounds you in what is happening to you and what your job is yep. and, um, and maybe helps you in uh, remembering a little bit more of it the next yeah. time you do it. Absolutely. I want to hop to one bold move a day. This is how I, I came to know you when, when you and I met and you were on stage talking about this incredible book that you authored and this concept that you lead by. Um, and I loved that while you were on stage, you were leading our group through this exercise and everybody, you just saw everybody scribbling down stuff on their pieces of paper. I just want to start where did the concept of one bold move a day come from? Yeah. So I often look back on things that I've done in the past, written in the past, thought in the past. And um, the very first time I wrote an article about taking one bold move a day was in 2019. And I had used the term bold moves, but even that term has evolved in the last four years. And I talked about what it looked like to take one bold move a day yes. and outlined the bold move and then the after effect and what I learned from it. And then um, when the pandemic started, you know, I had been in the middle of um, sharing to agents a book that I had started drafting, which actually was called Be Yourself Boldly, which what the shirt that I'm wearing today. That. And that was a really important phrase early on in my business, Be Yourself Boldly. And, um, and the book was rejected by every single agent that I sent it to. And then the pandemic happened. And... Uh, Though the world was on hold and my dream was on hold, I wanted to get back to it. So just a few months after the pandemic started, I decided I was going to um, launch a daily podcast. Okay. And um, I called the podcast One Bold Move a Day. And that was where everything started to just really come together for me. This concept evolved from what it had been to what it is today, what a bold movement. And then uh, that was eventually the book that is now on bookshelves everywhere. And what I love about um, you and the one bold move a day is your message. You can be anywhere, you know, you have been giving keynote speeches, but if someone approaches you uh, about doing another opportunity while you're there as well, you take the time 
and take those opportunities because that those are also bold moves happening inside of another bold move. There is no, and I, I just appreciate that about you because I'm like sitting here, I'm like, this is a bold move for me today, but also it's inside of something that's much larger that's been happening for me this week and things like that. So I love your continuous messages of there's never, you know, there's never not a bold move inside of all these opportunities that are coming at you. Absolutely. You know what we probably should do is just clarify what we mean by bold move because you and I are speaking yeah. the same language. Yeah. So a bold move, as I define it, is a meaningful action that helps you move forward, learn, and grow. And this encompasses being on a podcast right now and sharing our story with people that we might never meet. Yes. And it also means saying hello to someone in the grocery store um, that you, you know, or a coffee shop that you want to connect with. And it means taking a new job and asking for a raise and moving across the country. And so all of these are bold moves because they give you a chance to, they challenge you yeah. to grow. And some of these might seem very scary for some people and they, they most likely are some of these, but it's really, what I found is it's challenged me to kind of get out of my box a little bit, which has been so nice because you find that you have been in a box and you've just been holding yourself so tight in there that it is nice to kind of be like, okay, this is, this is scary, but it's also good. It is good to do these bold moves every single day. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I love to hear how you've adopted this framework for yourself. And I think what's so powerful is yes, scary and good. And that those feelings can coexist. Yes. And all I need to do is focus on making one of those today. Yes. Yes. And what they look like tomorrow might have evolved because I will evolve and change over time too. And giving myself the space um, to be able to make those different bold moves over time. Yes. And I actually, in my hands right now is your book and I have it. Um, I have books, I have pages bookmarked and highlighted and all these things that um, I want to just, there are four mindsets that you talk about. And those that you walked us through that when you were up on stage, the gratitude and happiness and progress. Can you walk me through just where those four, like why those four mindsets? Sure. So the bold move mindset, which is the foundation to your success in being able to make your bold moves um, is really these four mindsets that you just mentioned, Danielle. So um, each of them contribute differently to your success and they complement each other. And the reason that these four came to be the ones that really, to me, felt like the, yeah. um, the, the formula for yeah. making your bold moves is that gratitude's important. You have to be present where you are and acknowledge what you are grateful for and is important because you just said it, scary and good. Those feel like they compete, but if you hold them together at the same time, then you can walk through that discomfort in order to get comfortable. Absolutely. Happiness is valuable because... If you are always delaying your happiness while you're on this journey to success yeah. and whatever that means, then you're not on acknowledging that it's okay to be happy in this moment right now and believe that good things can happen. And then celebrating progress because your bold moves do not always go exactly the way you've hoped or planned, but there's always learning and there's always motivation to keep going. And it starts with celebrating your progress. And so that's how those all fit together to enable you to make your bold moves. And you and I were talking about that last mindset, the progress mindset before we started. And 
um, when Sean and I had met, it was down in Florida. We were right across the street from Disney World and she had gotten to celebrate after speaking with us by going to Disney World. And we were all very envious that she was at Disney World because I think a lot of us were wanting to be there as well because it was it was one of those, it was so close, uh, so close you could almost taste it kind of things. Um, but I, I, that's what I've loved about following you on LinkedIn. I'm a very avid follower of yours on LinkedIn because I love your messages. But celebrating that progress and as you said before we started it can be big like disney world or it can be very small and i love that because whatever win it is and whatever brings you joy it, you know that's your progress that's the things that you love to celebrate with so i absolutely love um that mindset is just one that i love so much mm, so glad to hear that resonates thank you The one of the other pieces that you shared recently on LinkedIn was because uh, it hits so hard at home for me because I'm an introvert. Um, everybody's like, you're not an introvert. I'm like, I, I so am. <laughs> I, I would rather be on my couch watching TV with my dogs, nobody bothering me at all. Um, but you shared a post that somebody had asked you, how does one bold move a day work for an introvert? And I absolutely loved the message here, but just wanted to walk through that with you and your mindset around that. For sure. Well, a bold move can be quiet. And I think this is important. And I'm glad we defined bold move for your audience because people hear bold move and they're like, oh, okay, be bold. And I'm like, yes. that's not really what I'm saying. Right. Um, you know, because people have their own interpretations of what bold means. Yes. And, um, and so a bold move can be quiet. People may never know that you're making your bold moves and nobody gets to judge what a bold move is, including you. You have to give yourself the grace that what you did was your choice right. of a bold move. It was your meaningful action. It moved you forward. And so in this way, if there are bold moves that you're making and they're not anybody else's bold moves, yes. then they're appropriate for you. They're stretching you, you're learning, you're growing. And I think that this helps people really see I belong in this framework and this works for me. I love that um, because I think uh, to that point you were just making like some people may be like, oh, I, this doesn't apply to me because I'm an introvert. Like this could never work for me because I, I'm so quiet and things like that. And I, I truly, as an introvert, I'm like, it is, it's like a, it's like a challenge. It's, it's that mini challenge to, because uh, sometimes as an introvert, you feel that you're not connected to the world, like everybody else is who are around you or um, like you're seeing everybody do. So it's, it's really, I find it not to be super challenging, but like a nice challenge to put on myself to keep expanding. Awesome. That's yeah. awesome. We were just talking about it, celebrating progress. Um, but two other things that I love that you talk about creating genuine connections and advocating for yourself. Those three messages, um, I love that you speak about, and you speak a lot about them on your LinkedIn. Why are these three concepts so important for people to learn organizations to learn big businesses? Sure. Well, I mean, celebrating progress, progress is one of the most important factors for how you feel about your work. So this is really important for us to know that if, if I'm measuring my happiness and success at work through my progress, then 
I need to make sure that I'm stepping back to say, what have I done today? What have I learned today? And this is particularly important for leaders and organizations, especially big organizations where there are many barriers to progress. It is my job to remove those barriers as a leader so that my team members feel great about the work that they're doing for purpose in this organization. And then in terms of creating genuine connection, well, first of all, it just makes the world a much happier place to be in. Um, I mean, I think about this, we could have said really nice things to each other at a conference and then given each other a high five, connected on LinkedIn and called it a day, but here we are having a conversation. You made the bold move to reach out. Um, it was very genuine. It was a chance for us to help other people together. That's a great thing that came out of this. And so, um, the world is better because we are willing to be vulnerable, to connect with other people. And um, great things can come out of those kinds of partnerships. And we don't always know what they're gonna look like. So we have to be willing to say, hi, and then start that conversation. And then making sure that our accomplishments are known, particularly at work. Um, you know, Women often assume that their work speaks for them and this is just not the case. Um, your bold move can be quiet and you need to advocate for your bold moves and what you've done. And so this means saying to your boss or your boss's boss, hey, I wanna share with you some of the projects that I've been working on and the, the way that they have um, added value to the company. Yes. And the book walks through different examples of how to be comfortable in doing that because I want people to have a script so that they're not like, okay, that's really nice, but now what? No, I'm gonna hold your hand. Um, I won't be with you physically while you go have this <laughs> conversation, but I want you to hear me cheering you on when you yes. do this because this is how you advance your career. And this is how you move up and do the things that are important to you. And I think to your point of women advocating for themselves, so incredibly important. I, I truly believe that. Um, you know, we hear the term breaking the glass ceiling all the time, but I think it's so important for uh, women just to know that they have the power in them to be able to go um, and do great and big things. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Is there, in your all your time speaking, is there something you come off stage and have there been things that you've learned from where you have um, done your speaking and uh, conferences and things like that? Sure. Well, I try to learn something everywhere I go. I, I believe that that's one of the most powerful ways to be present in a conversation with someone, um, particularly if you're networking. Like, what can I learn from this person and how can I support this person? Those are the two things I'm thinking in that. Um, conversation. So um, I've learned so much in every stage that I've ever spoken on because the questions that people ask, the way that people um, wrap their own arms around the bold move framework gives me learning about how it's resonating, what people are doing, yep. the questions they have, yep. and the things that they wish they could learn more about. And that informs um, what I do in my next talk. And if there's a next book and the things I share on LinkedIn so that um, I am truly helping people fulfill their potential and support them in the way that's most meaningful for them. I think there's a there's a learning and a message that comes out of hearing. I mean, I, I learned so much again from, he, from hearing you speak and then um, there were two other keynote speakers. It's so interesting to hear everybody's perspective and learnings and what they've gone through in their life. I think that's, um, that's what's fueled me here because I, I love that no one person has had um, the same journey and same story. And I think it's so beautiful how everybody has um, different paths that they've walked on and what they look like. For sure. And, 
this is what makes the world so beautiful is that yes. every one of us has had this journey and there are points where we can relate to and resonate with. And if we haven't had that experience, then we should be listening and learning at the same time. I'm going to ask you the cheesy question that you probably get asked every single day, but I have to ask it is just what your one bold move a day is. It's not cheesy at all. And you know, it's funny for the woman who wrote the book on bold moves. Sometimes I'm like, oh, oh, okay. All right. All right. I'm getting called a task on a podcast right now to talk about my bold move. But it also motivates me because um, sometimes I don't slow down enough to say that okay. was a bold move. Yes. Right? I, I do the things because there are things that are important to me, yeah. but I have to also slow down and acknowledge that they were bold moves. So uh, this morning I was meeting with a new prospective client and talking about a potential project. And every time I walk into that room, I'm thinking about how I can help them make their bold moves. But just in that conversation, that can be my bold move too. Sean, my last question for you is just what inspires you? Oh, well, I'm inspired by lots of things I see around me in the world. Um, I love seeing a team really come together uh, to create a new solution or um, working with a leader who feels like they made a meaningful difference in the team that they're leading. Um, I feel inspired by um, watching my son, um, you know, face the world and the ways that he does things that um, I'm not sure that I could do, you know, that the world he's living in is very different than the world that I was living in. And I try to find inspiration in beauty of nature too, you know, that sometimes just being out on a walk, that's where really the inspiration comes. I, I find, uh, I find inspiration in like the weirdest places. Um, and it's, it, it's so funny. Cause when you think about where you find inspiration, people are like, Oh, I find it in the shower. And I'm like, I just lay down at night and I'm like, I suddenly have to pick up something to write it down just so mm-hmm. I don't forget it. But it is so funny where um, we find inspiration in places we just never thought we could. So sometimes yeah. I'm, I'm out for a run and I'm like, oh, I need something to write something down real quick. Totally. That is why voice notes exist. Yes. You don't have to stop. You just speak it into your phone and you yes. keep going. <laughs> Well, Shauna, I can't thank you enough for being here with me today and talking with me and sharing uh, more about One Bold Move a Day. Um, If you guys have not read this incredible book, it will be linked down below. Please go get yourself a copy. Go follow Shauna on her social media and her LinkedIn because it's truly such a powerful place that I love to follow and go to see every single day. Um, But Shauna, I just can't thank you enough for coming and speaking with me today. Thank you. It was a true pleasure and I wish you all the best. Yes. Thank you so much. And as always, I will see you guys back here next time. Bye y'all.